The following podcast contains material that are not direct views of the Girth Radio Network, the Pacific Junction Hotel, or any affiliated sponsors. All material in the following segment are independent actions of the Creative Imbalance Podcast and its following guest. This material may be offensive to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. And with that being said, this might be one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> Today, we got battle rapper HFK. You better watch what flies out of your mouth, pussy. You can't fuck with Islam. Last night I was fucking your mom. We were taking a puff from the bong, listening to a couple of songs as I was fingering her butt through her thong. The next day, the next day she said she's in love with my schlong. Not only because it's disgustingly long, but because I'm hung like Saddam. That's a little taste of what he does. And throughout this episode, I had some of like the most laughs I've ever had doing the show. In this episode, he breaks down some of the beginning origins of the phenomenon that is King of the Dot. He was on Volume 1, and he kind of goes through his day of uh, writing for that and just kind of getting it together with the guys. And beyond that, he has some hilarious stories uh, that include rim jobs, uh, working with Martin Short, meeting Russell Peters and Joe Rogan, and just like all around uh, what he's been up to now with the Battle app. And before we get into this, I almost forgot to say this, but right now I'm very pleased to announce we are now on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. So if you guys are sick of like digging through the SoundCloud or uh, going on the Girth site, and it'd be a lot easier for you to subscribe to us on one of those platforms, it's available all over the place. So yeah, just uh, look up the Creative Imbalance on whatever format you want to use. And like always, thanks for supporting the show, guys. Here's another one for you. From Pacific Junction Hotel, Girth Radio. Bring up like this little story because I think it's like the funniest shit ever. Uh, yes. yes um, so, my guest, HFK, thanks by the way for coming in. Oh, any, anything for you, baby. Yeah. So, uh, I met him through uh, Battle Rap King of the Dot. I do some video for them. And uh, before a show, he had a matchup and uh, I had an opportunity for him to act in a film. That was uh, being produced by Imagination Park. They're pretty serious. They're like in the ties with Paramount and stuff like that. So I approached him and I'm like, oh, I got to talk to you outside. So he's thinking some like greasy shit. And I kind of pulled him aside and I'm like, hey, uh, do you want to do this movie? And you're like, you're just like anything, anything. (laughs) And I know how we like joke around and we always say shit in a serious tone. And you're like, oh, is it a porn? And I was like, yeah. But it wasn't a porn. But you actually thought it was a porn. <laughs> the best part about it all, just fucking, you took me out. We usually, you know, we take a walk at every battle event. I like to spit you my bars before. Yeah, you yeah. Know? You're one of the only guys I trust, you know? So <laughs> Thank <fucking>. you. Bunch <laughs> of fucking greasy fucks. <laughs> <in there. laughs> yeah. So we go out there, and this guy's like, yo, do you want to be in a porno movie? And I'm like, what do I got to do? Like, is there gay shit? That was the first question I asked. Do I have mm-hmm. to do gay shit? And he was like, no, they're going to pretty much 
paint you in green. <laughs> your dick's gonna be out, and they're gonna like kind of cover your head and shit like that. And it's a sci-fi porno movie. <laughs> and I thought about it. I'm like, is there any money? He's like, no. And then I was like, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> so fucking the best part of it all, Yaz, uh, shout out that guy, Dead Celebrity Status. Yeah, Dead Celeb Status, project-wise, he's yeah, uh, doing big things. Doing a lot of stuff in the movie industry right now. So he told me that that guy is going gonna, is gonna to holler at you. And I'm like, all right, Sean, I'm waiting on his call. So Sean just gets out of the, the whole scene there, and he's just going to watch us fuck this up. And this guy calls me, and I'm like, yo, Yaz, what's up, you greasy motherfucker? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thinking this guy was like a porn director now. And he's yeah. just like, hey, man. And then I called him greasy like eight more times. Oh, like, but he loves it because he likes your style. Oh, humor, yeah, yeah, for sure. But then he just got kind of weirded out. Like, why is he calling me greasy so much? <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, so the movie, you know, we're going to start shooting it in Hamilton. You got to be there Saturday at 8 in the morning. I was like, that's kind of early for porn, but I'm like, I'm like, yeah, man. Is my dick going to work <laughs> yeah. at the time? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It doesn't wake up till 11. I still got coke dick till about 9, right? <laughs> no, so, <laughs> so I tell this guy, I'm like, yo, so um, are we actually going to show my dick? And then he was like, <laughs> right? And he was like, wait, what? And he laughed. He's like, wait, what? I'm like, well, Sean told me we're doing a porno. And then he's like, no, man. He was fucking me. It's not a porno. You're playing a cop in a sci-fi movie. And then I'm like, oh. Do I, does it get me money? And he's like, no. I'm like, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> he, uh, he sent me a message, and it was just like the most ha-ha-has I ever seen like in a text. And then it just said right after, it's like, why does HFK think he's going to be in a porn? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but real talk, we yeah, need to yeah. get that porn done, that green. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a law of attraction. You know, you put yeah. it out in the universe. Like, uh, Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to use a secret to make you <laughs> do some dirty fisting alien porn. Oh, fuck, yeah. Some foot jobs by, like, fucking extraterrestrials. <laughs> <That'd be great. laughs> yeah. So I love having you in here, too, because it's like you... Uh, have such like a unique art form compared to some of the other people that came in. And uh, it is battle rap. And a lot of people who listen to the show, they're not like the typical battle fans we know from our community. And they may be thinking of Eight Mile, stuff like that. 106 but, and Park. Yeah, yeah. Like, bullshit. Yeah, Wild and Out. But what you do is a whole nother level of. Wow. Know how to put it just extreme in yeah. comedy and i like to mix it you know yeah um, yeah a lot of my fans like people get a lot of fans as battlers from other people being huge battle fans people know about hip-hop and rap the fans i've scooped out throughout the, the eight nine years i've been battling is people who don't even like rap mm-hmm. they don't even like battle rap like i can make people's parents like my my battles or people's grandparents because I try to speak out or rap in a way where everyone understands. You got to make people laugh. I feel like battle rap came from comedy almost in a way. Like if you can't entertain and keep someone, you know, glued to you for for that whatever two three minutes you're laughing, I mean you're you're rapping, then fucking you're not really doing much. You know what I mean? All my fans yeah. have been like that. So you you could see a lot of people on my Facebook or people that don't know nothing about rap, but they won't listen to Averb or. Or fucking conceited, but they'll listen to me because they're like, yo, he makes us laugh and I understand what the fuck he's saying. Oh, so uh, yeah, yeah. That's what it's, I do. Uh, it's simplistic, but you, it's also like very line crossing. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. is incredible. And like, fuck. I just, 
I want to know like your process of like say they give you the your opponent like you do your research on them. It's yeah. like what do you do to think of like to the worst you, stuff you're gonna say to them? I don't think anyone does this the way I do for preparing, but. Mm-hmm. Let's say someone calls me and you're battling this guy. I'm going to pull up your Facebook, look at different pictures of this battler. I might print it out, and I might actually stick it on my wall. And I'll look at you. No homo, of course, but I'll keep looking at different pictures. And I imagine the kind of person you're. I'm like, you know what? This guy looks like his girl is fucking a black guy behind his back. (laughs) I'll write that down. (laughs) And then I'll be like, yo, you know what? Like, he looks like this. So I'll say some of the most horrible shit. If he's Jewish, I will cross the line. If he's black, even if he's from where I'm from, Persian, I will diss anyone. And I feel like if you can't cross the line, you should not battle rap. Battle rap is about crossing every line possible and you can't get offended when you listen to that shit because to me it's kind of like the comedy the 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 roast on the comedy channel Mm -hmm. except in a rhyme format the way like jeff ross goes up there or like lisa lampanelli they go up there and they say the most horrible shit for one hour that's exactly what I do when I'm on stage. Nobody is safe. Like, I battled a baby the other day. Yeah. we got to talk about this. So, uh, there's, like, I don't know if it's a new thing, but I've I've seen your posts, and it's called the Battle App, and it kind of plays a beat in somebody gets 30 seconds, and then you FaceTime them back. Mm. Is that the way it works? Yeah. So, it's kind of designed like Instagram to the sense that you get followers and everything. The format is like Instagram, but... You go on there, you put your your rap name or whatever it is, and then you see a bunch of people who posted open battles. Mm -hmm. You could reply to those guys, or someone will send you a personal battle about you, and then you (laughs) can reply to that. They could pick a beat out of like 50, 60 beats they have. Then when you reply, that same beat will play, or it will be a cappella. Then people can vote for you, and then there's ratings on the app on who's number one to 100 with different, like how many votes you got. And honestly, it, it made me realize that... I got to take it back to the basics with that because I noticed a lot of people loving it when at times I got a little bit too lyrical and this and that and I gained a lot of rap fans but I started losing a lot of the fans that I was gaining earlier for just being funny and basic Mm -hmm. and now I'm getting a lot of those fans again and tell you the truth, I'm a little bit happier doing that. Yeah, it seems like you you have more fun doing that because I've I've seen you live doing both styles where, where it's like you can do the seriousness but... There's almost like a sense that you seem like uncomfortable a little bit here yeah. and there. You know what would um like I love King of the Dot, I love G Z, URL, U dub, all that, but it's a little bit too technical. It's just for, for hip hop heads. But if you think about it, things like Wildin' Out, they get mm-hmm. huge ratings. Yeah, yeah. Why? Because it's simple. They say a couple of jokes here and there, they bring one rapper to do that, and that's exactly what this app is doing. And I notice a lot of dudes like Frank Stax is on there. Yeah, he's brilliant too. Well, he's got his whole brand that uh, rap as a joke. Dirt oh, Dirt Nasty's Nasty on there. Yeah, he battled an old woman the other day. And, like, <laughs> he is a fucking savage. There's hot bitches on there who yeah. fucking just spit dope too. And like you know, you go yeah, on there yeah. and you diss the fuck out of them. It is. I, I'm having a lot of fun. I just smoke a joint sometimes with my boys, and I'm like, all right, whose life do we ruin? And yeah, it's it's battle rap. Then. Yeah, we're like battle rap. When they tell you to battle, you got a whole month to write for a guy. Yeah, yeah. Where this, it's like, yo, I'm gonna write this for five minutes or freestyle in thirty seconds, and you just throw it out there spontaneous. And sometimes spontaneous is better than any kind of preparation you could do for battle mm-hmm. rap. Man. Yeah, it's not overthinking yep. and going straight to the point. And exactly. do you feel like uh, having an 
access to an app like this and getting success and lots of positive reviews is bringing your love back into oh, battle 100%. rap. Oh, hundred percent. My love, my love never really left battle rap, but I mean, there's times where I just I was writing a lot of music. I was making a couple of tracks with Adam Bomb at a time, and yeah. I was a uh, post office. It was a freaking studio right down here. I was recording a lot, but. Battle rap, uh, like battle rap, I was watching a lot of battles, but I wasn't really feeling to battle. I was mm-hmm. getting offered a lot of battles. They told me to battle Poor Rich. They told me to do this, and I'm just like, I'm not really feeling that. But yeah, watching this, I just scroll down, seen a couple of guys fucking dissing fat bitches and wheelchair <laughs> guys, and I'm like, you know what? Why the fuck did I stop I th- battling for a few months? I think I can be good at this one. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah, so that's where I come in. Yeah, I, th- I forget. It was, yeah, it was yesterday afternoon, like. I like I literally like I seen a couple pop up and then I clicked on your timeline and I'm yeah. like I need more because they're so like quick but yeah. like it's almost like in a good way where it's like you, you leave the person it. wanting more exactly. and then um I left a message I'm like I was like yo this is like my new favorite thing on Facebook and <laughs> I told you I was literally like scrolling your thing and you're like man I just I just posted one where I battled a baby and I thought you were joking and then <laughs> I clicked on. on your name and all I see was like a screenshot of a baby in the play button I was like <laughs> oh no I got to watch the this the baby was sleeping and I was just like you're a lame fuck and I hope you never ever wake up I showed it to a few people they were dying a few of them were like, you're a horrible human being. Yeah. And like, they had a straight face. Like, I don't even want to see another one of those. <laughs> <laughs> it, that's what I do. I will diss anyone. Yeah, like, yeah. I'll diss my mother if I have to. But the guy who put the baby up, he was like kind of uh, rapping behind it, like exactly. like he, like the baby was rapping, but yeah. it was really like his father or <laughs> exactly. something. Yeah. The best part you... is the baby was seven days old. Yeah, I ruined his life after seven. <laughs> yeah, he he's like probably the the youngest person to ever get bodied in history of yeah. battle rap. That was a four zero. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I re- I remember the closing line too that just. Floored me. It was like, I hope your parents bring you to the park and leave or something. No, I was like, like yeah. uh, I don't really care. I hope your parents take you to the park and leave you there. And that's the yeah, yeah. Of the battles. Like you have like at the end, you see you don't have enough for two bars. Yeah. So you have six seconds. You got to say something. Another one last time, I was like, make me bacon and eggs or I'm breaking your legs. And yeah, like, it's like quick. And people are quoting me on that now. Like, I'm thinking of getting shirts done. Like, I, look on my wall. It's just like, quote, make me bacon and eggs or I'm breaking your legs. HFK, best malty of 27. <laughs> yeah. And it was more like a panic malty, like almost <laughs> yeah. having a gun to your head. It's a... It wasn't double time. It was just like a seizure. <laughs> so next time... uh we're, we're we're filming. I kind I kind of stepped a little bit back from filming like the GZs too. But like I always support them. Who knows? I might I might come back oh, in yeah. and, and help out. But I love those next, guys. Next time, like Joe or Philly D has the camera, they got to tell you like, yo, there's only like thirty seconds left on this memory card, and then you'd probably spit <laughs> the best shit of your life. Exactly, yeah. man. Every time I have limited time, like when I battled Disaster, I had literally eight days to write for him, and it was one of my best battles. But mm-hmm. Pat's Day, I had about half a year to write for him because he kept backing out because he was sick with bronchitis this and that so it made me fucking analyze it so much that when i went up there i didn't even like what i wrote yeah less time you have the better i am telling you some of the best movies are filmed with very short period of time if mm-hmm. you think about it yeah yeah it's just it it's it's all heart no like i don't know like sometimes it benefits to like change a thing here and yeah. there but mm-hmm. but some people can get too into it and just 
like almost make so much changes they're wrecking their material and that's with any type of like creative thing yeah 100 percent yeah yeah but music whatever you want you movie that's what it is man and uh so you were like one of the originals too to be on a king of the dot card right yeah was it volume one volume one third battle it went the first battle of King. Do you remember what the first battle of King of the Dot was? No, ever? I don't at all. None of those guys battle anymore. Lavish language. Okay. First young blood. Okay. I kind of want. I want. Oh. I want to hear a little bit about your day of like my first com- battle. Yeah, yeah. Of like, because even it 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 goes yeah. beyond you. It's like uh, all the guys like organic and oh, yeah. uh, Abby and everybody <laughs> involved. Like I I wasn't around when yeah. you guys first like walked into the park and was like, okay, this is what we're doing. Like <laughs> like how did how did it kick off? Like so me and organic knew each other from yeah. SoundClick. We used to talk shit to each other. I remember yeah. I wrote to him one day. I'm like, battle rap will never make it anywhere, you faggot. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and, and, and he was battling at the time, too, right? Yeah, he was yeah, battling yeah. at the time. And then one day, I'm like, <laughs> I started watching Jump Off, and I'm like, yo, this the Kid Twist, Paul Rich. You got all these guys, Aspire and all that. I'm like, all right, let me, let me go. There was a fucking event going down. You know Chris Thomas? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. was the original guy who did the Proud to Be battles. And oh, okay. He was like the organic before organic was organic and oh, he did it I once a year. Yeah, I like didn't know a, that. Yeah. So he had like a beat battle once a year at some kind of bar wherever he got at the time. And I was like, all right, it's going to be in downtown. I'm going to go check it out. So I go there. I see all the dudes and me and organic talk. And, you know, we're obviously older. A few years have passed by then. I'm like, yo, man, you're sick. And he ended up winning that night in finals against Kid Twist. What did he tell him? He's like, you look like you go to laser quest and your space cadet or some shit like that that shit was hilarious <laughs> yeah. at the time you know Gannick's I mean? like got that sharp wit too yeah, yeah. Like, Gannick is a multi I, I like watching like some of his older stuff it's been a while since I have yeah. but I, I, it makes me want to go go like look it up on YouTube because like not only is it like the Maltese he's like very uh cutthroat about it he's yeah like, he gets angry, it actually like it feels like a battle which i think sometimes gets lost with yeah. the other stuff but organic yeah, yeah. he's got a lot of aggression in him so mm-hmm. started talking after that and like we exchanged numbers and shit and i was actually going uh to school at the time broadcast and film centennial so i had access to a camera an editor all that and Gannett called me one day he's like hey i'm thinking i'm doing a couple battles on the street would you be interested in battling? I'm like, yeah, uh, sure. I'm like, who, who would I battle? He's like, you know, Tricky P. I'm like, no, who's that? Shows me a picture. <laughs> yeah. of him. I'm like, oh, he's a another Let's another King of the Dot legend here <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah. I'm like, I'll battle this fucking faggot redhead. Let's <laughs> yeah. do it. It's gonna be great. And Organic's like, yeah, but one problem, I-, I need a camera and an editor. And I'm like, well, I got you on that. So I hooked him up with a cameraman <laughs> who was P. And he was the first ever cameraman in King of the Dot, and we had an oh, editor. Shout out to him. He yeah. pioneered what I've done for a couple of years, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know? <laughs> so we had the editor and everything. We started doing it out in the street. Sometimes cops would come and end the battle. My first battle ever, a crackhead interrupted in the middle. <laughs> yeah. It was just a lot of weird shit going on. But basically, we used that same camera and that same editor for the for first, like, maybe at least two years of King of the Dot, and that just started it off. And then the shit blew up to Drake coming and... Raekwon, etc. Yeah, you know just name it. Met the man. Fucking oh, everybody God, is like jumping watches. on this. But Jay Z watches it. Apparently, yeah, Eminem yeah. watches it. Norm fun. Kelly. Norm Kelly. Oh man, that, <laughs> that's amazing. Some I'm, guy at uh, IKEA. Did you ever oh, see yeah, the Arcane fucking tweet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a. How do I explain this? Like, uh, yeah, it was. Was it Arcane and Caustic going back and forth, or was it? I think it was Diz? Disaster yeah. and Arcane, and then 
Did the guy reply to disaster about something? Yeah, somebody said like Arcane's like looks like an IKEA worker or did a Photoshop. He used to I work at IKEA. Oh, okay, Arcane. okay. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> yeah. know. But somebody at the main customer service of their Twitter, yeah, exposed that they watched battle rap <laughs> and, and he like did a quote from yeah, battle. He did. He did uh, Arcane. That's a hard name. Yes. And I- he, you look like you're Scarface. And, and then he, he did one to Diz, too, like uh, that DNA said to him, too. You really have a problem with time oh, yes, type of thing. <laughs> yeah, and it's, like, amazing. It's Unreal. like It's crazy how many uh, closet battle yeah. watchers there are, and maybe they don't admit it. It's, like, almost like compare them to wrestling fans, yeah. too, like, pro wrestling. Like, lots For of people, sure. they're like, oh, I don't want to mention that I watch this silly shit, but there's... Diehards, millions yeah. of people. Battle rap is like wrestling for for adults. Yeah, yeah. Look at it that way, it's like a soap opera for men. There's um, <laughs> there's two times I had my King of the Dot hat on, yeah. and a uh, a cop grabbed me, and I'm yeah. like, okay, first time I was jaywalking, so yeah. I'm like, oh, this motherfucker's gonna give me a, a, ticket, a ticket or whatever. And he's like, oh, you know King of the Dot? And I just smile right there. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and he's just, he just fucking talked to me about his love for Pat's Day for 15 minutes. This is wow. cop. And then... Uh, Insane, man. Then another time, like, it wasn't even long after that. It was, like, a month later. <laughs> I'm just walking down my street, and there's, a, like, another cop, this big, like, muscular black lady. <laughs> and she just yells at me. She's like... King of the Dot, chit chit, <laughs> and, I, and, I, oh, and I was just like, yeah. I'm like, man, I gotta wear this hat every day. Yeah. <laughs> but like, that just shows the, the respect. I have yeah. with people, but like, just being HFK on the street is the best. I was out with some like really hot ass chick. I took her to the mall, mm-hmm. and we're walking and everything. And I see these two like maybe 15 year old kids. They walk by me. They mm-hmm. look at me kind of like, oh wait, that's him. Yeah, kind of like a double take. It's like yeah. I know you. Oh. That's it's, the guy. And yeah, then they yeah. turn around and go, HFK, I beat my wife better. <laughs> right? That's the line I said to disaster. And then I'm like, yeah. And the girl's like, what are they talking about? I'm like, I have no idea. But that was great. <laughs> I'm not going to tell her. Yeah, I had a yeah, battle yeah. about beating my wife. <laughs> does, this, uh, does this lady know you battle rap or was it just somebody? The girl I was with, no. No. Oh, Sometimes that makes I it even better. I try not to even tell him that because mm. I've seen a lot of guys go down that way. You tell a girl you battle rap. They look you up. No, yeah, and then you fuck them. You do this. You break their heart. They'll come back and get you. I've seen that happen to a lot of good oh, yeah. men out there. Oh yeah, they're like, oh, he's battling this opponent, and uh, yeah, I, he added me on Facebook because we met at that show. And exactly. Yeah, that actually happens often. Women is... will ruin your life. I will tell you that, man. You need to be careful with a lot of women out there, man. They will, especially when you're battle rapper. Yeah, if you're aspiring battle rapper, just Ammo. like, yeah. Um, I talked to AfterShock about this too, and yeah. he's like, uh. He's like, I love my girl, but I'm not going to bring her to a show. Never. Because never. that's like where, like you said, the ammo and everything. Yeah, you know? whether your girl is hot or not, if she is there, like, I don't care if your girl is J-Lo, I'll find a way to diss her if she's yeah. behind me. Like, you know what I mean? Is I dissed the girl with my tricky pee battle. The second one, we had a hot-ass bartender. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, what did I say? I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I filmed this one. I came here to battle this kid. You did. I came here to battle this kid, but now I just want to fuck that bartender with the big tits. She <laughs> ran out, and then no one saw her the entire night, so she got embarrassed. And that's for her being that hot. Imagine if your girl is ugly and you bring her to a battle. Like, what's his name? Um... The Terminator guy, a fucking... Oh, and Pose? And Pose. He brings his girl and yeah, she gets yeah. ripped every time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he's got a lot of pride being able to do that. I couldn't do it, man. I can't yeah, exactly. I always feel bad. Like, even as funny as the lines are, it's like, and Pose is a good guy. And, like, I, I met yeah. uh, his lady as well. Like, uh, after cool after a show, we went out for, like, 
a bite to eat, but it's just like that's what happens. That's yeah. what happens, man. It's horrible, man. <laughs> <laughs> I brought my girl to a one battle of the speakeasy battle, and I remember I was like, "Baby, don't hold my hand there." She's like, "Why are you embarrassing me?" I'm like, "No, you are hot as shit. Just don't hold my hand. Don't speak to me till after the battle." And that's yeah. what happened. Funny story. I ran into her yesterday at Spaco's. Oh, this really? bitch was fat as fuck. And this is what happened. She was fat as fuck. She was with some broke-ass black dude, and she was drunk. And I went up to her, and I, this is so immature. I was like, I win. <laughs> She's like, you're so immature. I'm like, well, you're fat. <laughs> oh, my God. That was the end of that night. Yeah. Well, I, I love how you're the same outside of the ring as you are in the ring. A lot of it's, battlers aren't, man. You got to keep it real. Yeah, you know? I'm yeah. a piece of shit everywhere I go. You know? Yeah, but it's, there's something charming about it. I in a children's park, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I tweeted you were going to be on the show today. And uh, we were pre-recording this, and I also wrote that I'm anticipating putting the not safe for work title already, and that was like in the <laughs> afternoon, like noon. <laughs> I just knew it was going to happen, but oh, yeah. that's what it's all about, man. Oh, There's for sure, no filter, man. and this is a this no is filter. a space where people like yourself can come in and just fucking go buck wild and tell your story. Is horrible. And you can't say anything anymore. They took yeah. the word faggot away from us. Like, <laughs> what we, Continue, know, continue. I, I'm going to record this right now. I want everyone okay. to know. Let's talk about the word faggot right now, you know? <laughs> All right. So, I, I want to hear your take on this. Yeah, man. They, they took the word faggot away from us and... <laughs> It was such a beautiful word. I, w- I would use it since grade two. Like, someone mm-hmm. bothered me. Someone bothered me. I'd be like, yo, that's faggot shit. You're a faggot. Now you say the word faggot, you lose your job. You lose your girl. You lose. You get a ticket. Whatever the fuck it <laughs> you is. You get like, a ticket. <laughs> I-, I hate the fact. Battle rap is the only place in places like this you could use the word, like, faggot, cunt. Yeah. You you say the word faggot at my job, and you are done. Yeah. It's it's anywhere horrible. nowadays, it's... uh. It's crazy change comedy as well. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag bring faggot back. <laughs> I'm not even homophobic. Like these guys, all a bunch of faggots. Yeah, because uh, like the way the way you say it, it, it comes from like a different time when uh, it didn't mean like such a literal thing. Yeah. And yeah. Um, like I I do have friends like from like college who are homosexuals and stuff yeah, like that. I know a lot and, uh, of faggots. They. <laughs> 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 the way, it's two the, in this room right now. The, <laughs> the, the look on your face when you said that was classic. This needs to be a video show. Um, but um, but um, this this person like had an encounter where somebody said randomly came up to him and said it out of like pure pure hatred. You know what I think is like kind of lost in like things like comedy and shit like that. It's like understanding intent. Yes. Yeah, not just comedy in converse. Really yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's but um but like people are like so far over that if you if you say the word fag or like cunt or anything Even like Even the it, N-word, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I have yeah, yeah. friends I'll use the N-word around them, mm-hmm. but I don't use it like in a racial way and they're like, "Yeah, Yo, that's cool." You know what I mean? But just the word faggot like the tone. If you go up to a guy and you're like, "Hey, faggot," yeah, that's a fight. But you know, don't be a faggot. You know what I mean? Like, who, who's the guy? Fucking Louis C.K. explained that perfect. He was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." He's explaining it like better than I can say right now. Yeah, but you can uh, suck yeah. a dick, but don't be faggoty about it. What he said, that's great. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's just like a, a term like people say. Like, just I don't know. It's like, yeah, it's 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 all about the intent and. 
yeah. my mind. And it's it's changing like comedy. Like some people will like I notice on stage or like in myself when I'm writing things, it's yeah. like it's like maybe I'm not intentionally like trying to hurt these people, but yeah. saying a word like that makes sense within this punchline yeah. and that's the whole point of it and I'll triple think it because like <laughs> I'm like even though I don't intend it, people are just so ready to fucking burn you like a witch. Oh, yeah. People yeah. are just like so ready to like be like, oh, you shouldn't say that. You're a horrible human being. And then, oh, yeah, yeah. You want know, people have lost their jobs out there for saying like things like that. It, yeah. It's crazy, man. The world needs to wake up again. We need to bring it back to just being relaxed with what we say. And trust me, having shows like this and, you know. Less faggotry out there. It would be great, you know? <laughs> Less people falling from the faggotry. <laughs> yeah. That's all we need, man. Yeah. That should be, like, a little inspirational quote. I can see, like, yeah. a little, like, C, and then there's, like, a <laughs> a font, and then just HFK at the end. I will make a hashtag, bring the word faggot back on a shirt. I will wear it here next time. I swear to God. <laughs> you're a beautiful man. You're a, fuck, you're a 10, bro. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> See, we're faggots, but it's cool. <laughs> Stop touching my dick, man. Oh, uh, it's like... Uh, <laughs> Get off my dick. This needs to be a, a video show, and then... Oh, yeah, fuck. Um, we'll do that porn with Yaz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I want to go back a bit to like uh, yeah. I don't remember the the details, but uh, back to back to the tricky P first time battling, <laughs> yes, yes. blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. I remember a long time ago you telling me about how you wrote rhymes for the first time. Yeah, and I remember it being very unique, but I don't remember oh, exactly why. That's how it. So I wrote a bunch of rhymes, and I was I didn't know how to structure around. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know how that shit works, so I wrote like fucking maybe 120 bars. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm gonna start them off. I'm gonna keep going till organic cuts me off. Then it's gonna be my turn again. I'm gonna do the same. And then on my third round, I'm gonna do the same thing. I had four Red Bulls that day when I got there. Yeah. I'll never drink Red Bull before. I don't even, you know what? Like I, I drink, I, I smoke weed, but I, I stay completely sober before all battles. Maybe one shot if, you know, just mm-hmm. to, someone's buying me a shot. I'm not going to be a faggot and say no. So I fucking... Yeah. Did it feel like it gave you anxiety, all the caffeine? It made me a little jittery. It yeah. made me a little bit more nervous. And obviously it was my first battle. I'm there. I'm like fucking some thick eyebrow Persians surrounded by a bunch of white people. <laughs> this is really weird. And we're in some fucking crack alley. There's like mice and rats behind this. Yeah. It was just a weird environment. And... I start rapping my first two bars in, and I get a reaction. I was like, oh, that made me forget what the fuck I got to say next. I'm like, oh, shit. And I just start fucking freestyling yeah. up until the add maybe another one reaction, and then I fucking, I fucked up. Tricky <laughs> P maybe did one round good, and then that same thing happened to him in the second <laughs> Yeah, round. he's like, oh, people jokes. like me, and then it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it was tough and then the yeah. next battle i figured it out i'm like i need to structure my rounds i need to practice it see if it takes one minute or whatever my time limit is and then i went and battled third person it was perfectly structured three rounds <laughs> yeah. i'm like all right i'm gonna keep it going like this and you know what i'm one of the few battle rappers that has never really choked i've had one choke even the tricky p wasn't a choke because i freestyled again speakeasy i choked for about four seconds at the end of my round in overtime Mm-hmm. But never choked. I don't know many battlers that haven't. Like Pat Stay is choked. Yeah. Hollow Hand is like, choked. All of the best. 
Loaded best. Lux has choked. Yes. Disaster. In one of the best battles of his life. <laughs> that was against uh, fucking Calico first yeah, round. Yeah. Horrible choke, but he mm-hmm. brought it back. Yeah. So that, I, I, you know, I feel good about that. Who are those girls over there? Oh, my God. Uh, let's introduce you to them after the show. Yeah, why don't you just bring them in here and fucking... Suck under titties. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all you. I'm in a relationship, in uh, but oh, I hope that's but, not one of them. No, 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 no. Oh, okay, <laughs> that would have been awkward. No, that that would have been fucking hilarious, dude. You know, you know me, man. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad at I that at all. Your dick just for dating. Her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but dude, I I can. This is what the beautiful thing about having a show in this place, man. I can be your wingman. We had a comedian in the other week, I like Honey Garlic, and, and I was his wingman <laughs> last weekend. I had a, a comedian, and his name was Lars Clark. Washington and uh, so music starts playing and again there's pretty girls everywhere and I'm like and he was telling me how he just got out of a relationship and I'm like okay let's have some fucking fun I'm gonna be your wingman so we're kind of upstairs girls are like dancing I'm like oh let's just hang out by here I start playing like an arcade game or whatever all Irish girls (laughs) this girl goes up to him she's like why aren't you dancing and he's like oh okay so he just starts dancing all silly Wow. goes kisses him right on the mouth and I'm just like yes I'm like I didn't even have to wingman that hard right away but then what was so funny was all of a sudden the whole vibe just flipped we went back downstairs that same girl all her friends are crying she's (laughs) smiling and there's they're like yelling at her. They're like, it's like this is your life. You're in a relationship. Oh, they're just reaming her out for like two hours, and then we just sat here and just like listened to him. Sorry, you're making out by the way. Oh, okay, yeah. Sorry actually, about that. No, no, it's all good. But um, <laughs> I had a really nasty story to tell. But sorry, go on. Oh, please do. And I'm Let just I'm job. just gonna say like, uh, do they work at the bar? No, they don't. But this uh, this bar actually attracts a lot of uh, lesbians. Lesbians as well. Oh, let me Snapchat yeah. them while they're kissing because I'm a pervert. <laughs> I want to macerate to this later. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is the not for safe or not safe for work episode. So no, oh, these girls are hot. But yeah, so about this rim job. Yeah, uh, so you're he's, you're gonna tell a rim job jo- story. I can't talk. You're gonna tell a rim job story as you Snapchat some lesbians um, making out. You are truly the legend. <laughs> so check this out. So, I was in Costa Rica about a month and a half. No, two months ago. Go oh, there, fucking beautiful country, by the way. People are greasy as hell, just like yeah, you know, yeah. my kind of family. And <laughs> greasier the better. Yeah, I go up to this one, these two girls waiting for a shuttle bus at the resort, and I'm like, "Hey, what's up?" And she's like, "How you doing?" I'm like, "Where are you girls from?" She's like, oh, "I'm from the Bronx." Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, "Okay." She had a hot ass accent. I've always wanted to fuck Marissa Tomei and my cousin Vinny, so <laughs> my dick instantly got hard, and she was hideous. But like, she like with, went from with a the five. voice. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's like, "Oh hey, how you doing?" <laughs> I, my name is Noel. I was like, oh, "All right, your name means Christmas in fucking French." I, I'm just hard. She went from a five to a ten with that accent. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. All right. So you know. Fucked her there a few times, and then after we exchanged numbers, and this girl's a rich ass bitch, and she's like, "I'm gonna come down visit you in Toronto." I'm like, "Yeah, oh yeah, you know, you're gonna pay for that ticket, come down here. At least I could do is get us a you know forty dollar a night motel in <laughs> Kingston, right?" So she <laughs> gotta be a gentleman, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she comes down here, balling instantly. Like you know, we start fucking and everything, and 
she starts talking a lot, talking and talking, and she started sounding from Marissa Tomei and my cousin Vinny to like Janice from Friends, <laughs> and I, I started to really, you know, lose my my boner, but. At one point, she lifted my leg, and she's like, <laughs> she's like, I want to lick your ass, baby. And, you know, I don't I don't usually like girls. I, I allow um, loitering, but, but no in- entry. You know what I mean? You know, you can't really put your tongue in there. But this girl just started licking my ass. And I'm just like, all right. I guess this is my, a lot of my boys are like, yo, it's fun. So I, I'm going. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. A lot of your boys are here? No, a lot of my boys are like, yo, it's fun. Like, oh, okay, ass. okay. I thought, I, thought they were, even more fun. I thought they were in the room. I'm I would like, have said that before I started this yeah, interview. Yeah, but, <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is just an HFK story, of course. <laughs> but sorry to cut you off. But it's okay. <laughs> so this girl starts licking my ass, and I shit you not, no pun intended, that <laughs> halfway through that rim job, I was I was feeling weird. I felt like I'm literally about to shit my pants. Not my pants, shit on in her mouth. And I was like, oh. I'm like, all right, whatever, keep going with it. And she kept licking my ass, and then she sucked my dick. I, I said, it was very rude. I was like, can we put a condom on? She's like, why? I'm sucking your dick. I'm like, yeah, but you have shit on your mouth. She was already really offended You, you by don't that. want shit dick. I don't want, yeah, my own shit on my own dick. You I, know? I know what I ate today. It was exactly. rancid. Horrible. Fuck. <laughs> I had Bronx vagina. I went so- to Alibaba's. So- <laughs> Alibaba's. Okay. Sorry, so racism. Fucking, oh, it's great, man. So she fucking. This is dirty. She started sucking my dick with the condom on. I came in the condom and everything. Oh, never mind. This girl turned around. She kind of looks like fucking. I don't know what she looks like. Is that <laughs> a man? Actually, yeah, maybe, maybe this. That's not, also not part of the story. Yeah. But so... you, you see the reason why. I sit on this side and not the window side. So you don't see them. Because, like, I'll be, like, interviewing somebody, and I'll just see, like, something in the bar distract me, and I'd just be, like, what totally fuck? just derail whatever. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I, uh, sorry, guest, I forgot what I'm saying to you. And some people in here aren't as laid back as you. <laughs> I'll get, like, some author in here. Oh, <laughs> I'm just God. Like, yeah. Sorry, this so is late. This chick's it. making out. You kill me, man. Yeah. So, fucking, I was, uh, you know, she sucked my dick. I came in the condom, and then I'm like, all right, I'm going to go wash up. I go and wash up. I come back to the bed. Mm-hmm. And there was a piece of brown shit on the bed sheet, which means that when I thought I shit myself, I did shit myself, and it went in her mouth. Oh my fuck! Now, that is a rim job story, my friend. And she still kept going, and she didn't even like you know when you get shit in your mouth, or like let's say you try like a beer, <laughs> you, you don't know like. when you get <laughs> shit in your mouth. <laughs> let's say you try a beer you don't like. Let's yeah, say yeah. I give you a low and brow, and you're just like. You have a, like, oh, you can see like a quick, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. You do, your eyes get squinty. And... Are you just trying to be polite if somebody yeah. like, nice gave it to you? <laughs> <laughs> She's made no face. And at one point in it, she was like, oh, you taste good. <sighs> so if you, thought, <laughs> if you thought bitches in Scarborough or fucking, I don't know, Kingston and all this shit are dirty, you take a girl from the Bronx and she'll shit on them all. <laughs> Or she'll have shit on her. <laughs> fuck, man. This episode is amazing. Oh, yeah. Fuck. What else do you want to go? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, you got to get me into So, you know, a, a while back, this never fell through. Uh, you approached me and Philly D with a song you wrote. Oh, fuck. And, um, yeah, I, I know me and Philly kind of got busy. And, yeah. like, I don't know about your side. Still but, down. but, um, 
Yeah, do you care to talk about it? Like, yeah, so it's a Bill Cosby song, right? Right when that rape shit happened with Cosby, I was like, first of all, I still like him. I mean, I'm not gonna let nine seasons of the Cosby Show. Uh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna let 54 rapes make me forget about nine great seasons of the Cosby yeah. Show. So I'm like, yo, you know what? I don't care, guilty or not. I, I like the cause, and I'm gonna make a song called "Bill Cosby Them Hoes." Yeah, and, and the chorus went. Bit, bit, Bill Cosby, them hoes. Bit, bit, Bill Cosby, them hoes. Bit, bitches already knows. I bit, Bill Cosby, them hoes. And it was so fucking catchy. To this day, I show anyone, like, the beat is hype. And we're going to make a music video with you directing it with, with Phil. Yeah. Where I'd be fucking tangoing with a girl who's passed out, fucking making jello in a <laughs> bathtub. And yeah, we were going to have a lot of jello. I remember we had that meeting where we were talking about how much jello we need. Yeah, and how we're not supposed to get sued. You guys are going to make a different font of jello, or yeah, yeah. we're going to call it mellow. That's what we're yeah, going to yeah. call it mellow. Yeah, because it had the drugs in it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And you yes. were going to be like mixing it. And, like, oh, my God. We need to still get that done. That would yeah. still get a lot of views. You know, his rape case is still popular. So. Yeah, yeah. And Dave Chappelle just brought him back in. You know? I was going to say, it, it just kind of shows uh, that like sometimes like I remember you were worried even like when we brought it up, like yeah. you're like, oh, is this irrelevant anymore? But like some things like people like people still remember the joke, you know, it's not oh, like yeah. that far away. Yeah. But um. Dave Chappelle was great, by the way. Oh, yeah, that was amazing. Oh, Did you watch both of them? Both of them. You know what? Uh, I get a change of opinion. At first, I was like, I like the second one better than the first one. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, I like that first one better than the second one. Because the second one, he kind of drifted off a little bit. You know what I mean? He was more into the crowd. I feel yeah. like if I was in that crowd, I would have liked that more. Oh, definitely. Yeah, That yeah. first one, it was very well planned. It was strategic. Yeah. And he, he got at everything perfectly. I didn't like the crowd in the first one, though. They were very, like, pc yeah, yeah, you can tell a little bit too, but uh, his side of things, like, just kind of like, like you said, it's like, it was very tight, like. Yeah, very and tight. It, it was good as a viewer, like, watching on your couch type of thing, the way Great he structured it. Back, man. Yeah, yeah. And even before he, like, I don't want to ruin all the jokes or whatever, yeah. but uh, his closer, he kind of brought something back. Yeah. Um, from something he said. Actually, about Bill Cosby. Yeah. About he Bill he Cosby. rapes, but he saves type of thing. <laughs> he rapes, <laughs> but he saves. And I, uh, like, I'm kind of in writing mode right now, too. But when he said that, instead, like, it was so fucking funny, but I didn't even laugh. I just looked at my TV and I just went, yeah. <laughs> it's like, because he kind of, like, pieced the puzzle, you know? Yes, and it was, it was so cool. Perfectly. Like, it's... And that's, like, inspiring for Dave me. Dave Chappelle to... always says shit that you think but you can't even write it but he will say it and it's kind of like i feel like a lot of his writing is very similar to mine like i i, I fucking absolutely love like love his writing when it comes to the greatest writers in the world i'll put dave Chappelle up there tarantino mm-hmm. larry david certain people you cannot top their writing those three are my top right there yeah yeah they're beautiful and they all kind of like do like the whole thing where they'll bring something up up and then they'll drift off and then they'll connect everything at the yes. end when your brain doesn't feel like all of this mess is going to connect yep. but you're still enjoying it on the way and then they just hit you with the punch at the end it's a, yep. bam and it just makes you, I oh, love that yeah. see Russell Peters was the god of that when he was in his prime mm-hmm. but now he's just fuck Russell Peters yeah. I actually I met him the other the fucking week and he's a little faggot actually <laughs> Talk about your experience. <laughs> yeah. I ran into two people. Great story, actually. You ever yeah. heard of Everly? It's a club down um, 
It's on King, actually. It's oh, close okay. to Bloke Nightclub. And uh, I'm yeah. like, all right, all right, I'll roll with you. My buddy's like, yo, come down. We go there, we're playing a little pool, we're checking out girls, you know, trying to finger fuck people. Regular Friday night, and then this guy is like, yo, Seth Rogen is here. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Seth Rogen is here? So I start looking for Seth Rogen, because yeah. I'm a big fan, and I'm like, yo, where is this Jew bastard, right? <laughs> yeah, I need to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> one of, one put, of the few Jews I like, yeah, you know? Put me in a movie. <laughs> yeah, <put me laughs> I want to be in Superbad, too. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm fucking walking. And while I'm looking for Seth Rogen, I bump into this bald, muscular guy. Yeah. And I look up, and I'm about to be like, yo, get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> and I see that it's Joe Rogan. Oh, yes, And my Joe? buddy is a fucking idiot. He's like some Arab guy. He's like, oh, Seth Rogen going to be here. <laughs> Seth Rogen, you know, Seth Rogen. I'm like, all right. And then I'm like, yo, this is Joe Rogan. Even better. I like him. Even yeah, better. he's the man. Speaking he's of a- podcasts, he's like, after you, he's the best No, no, guy. no, he's like, he's like. He's like the Dave Chappelle of podcasts. Exactly. Dave is the comedy. And I'll tell you yeah, why I like... love Joe Rogan after that. I like him even more. He was talking to two beautiful blonde white women. And I went up to him like a little fucking drunk faggot. And I was just like, yo, <laughs> like, I'm a big fan. Can I please take a picture with you? Yeah. He was like, ladies, let me talk for a second. He yeah. pushed the hot girls out of the way. Gave me a firm handshake. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. And I'm like, sir. I loved you from Fear Factor to whatever you do, but I'm a huge fan of your podcast. He's like, that means a lot. Gave me another handshake. Mm-hmm. And he took my phone and he gave it to one of the hot girls. And he's like, take a picture of me and my homie right here. Oh, that's nice. Took a picture. I'm like, that's beautiful. Then I let him do his thing. I hope he fucking gangbang those bitches. <laughs> and I, when I saw Russell Peters was DJing and... I was filming. Oh yeah, I heard he's a DJ. Actually, he was a actually DJ on Rogan's anything. show. Uh, yeah, I heard about oh, yeah. it. Like, and he can go deep with he's like sick. He's yeah, yeah. Sick at it. And he he's very critical of like new age DJs who just spin the records. He's like, that's not DJing. Exactly. You're just playing like, you're songs with like your dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He makes fun of like Tiesto and all them, but which yeah. I love. But yeah. you know what? One thing that made me lose a bit of respect from him. I don't care about the fact that he used to be big and now he's not as funny. That doesn't change the fact that he was great, but. I saw him DJing, and first I was filming him. I was, like, right in front of his face going, Russell, Russell, right? I'm being an idiot. But then after yeah. an hour went by, he's talking to a few girls and shit. Exact same thing. I'm like, yo, Russell, I'm a big fan. And you know what I mean? I'm not trying to be a fanboy. I get a lot of fans approaching me and doing that. I always show love to anyone who knows who I am. Oh, yeah. And I expect the same if I go up to a guy I'm a fan of. And right away, he looks so annoyed that he's talking to girls and I'm there asking him for a picture. I'm like, can, can we take a picture? He's like, yeah. Uh, and you know what? That made me think. I'm like, he's still cool for taking a pic, but Joe Rogan, who's a guy who makes more money than Russell Peters, he's on UFC, he's this, that. Yeah. He showed me more respect than that. And that's why people like Joe Rogan, I look up to and people like Russell Peter, that's just whatever. That's why so many people connect to Joe. I actually have like a really uh, cool Joe story too of him just being a fucking cool guy, Mm. meeting him type of thing. Uh, Oh, you met him too? Yeah, yeah. Me and my girlfriend, we went to his show. Yeah. Was it a theater? There's thousands of people there. Oh, yeah. And he's like, hey, if you guys, like after he said his last line, he's like, I'm done. He's like, if you guys want to hang out, go out there. Make a line. I'll I'll shake everybody's hands or whatever. Yeah. And me and my girlfriend, we're thinking we're like, oh, that'd be cool. But uh, there's so many people here. I'm never. Yeah. We're let's just go home. Yeah. And as we walked out, like we were like in the back of the theater. We got cheap she- seats. Oh. <laughs> we walked out. <laughs> And it was the front of the line, like right where we walked wow. out. And we're like, oh, let's go meet Joe then. <laughs> like, meet fuck it. Joe. Yeah. So we're, we wait a good 15 minutes. He, uh, 
He smoked some weed. Oh, he came yeah. out. Yeah, even the mix. He's like, huge on his edibles. Yeah, too. yeah. He does a lot of fucked up shit. And um, so he obviously has like a bunch of security there, and yeah. he had a whole system where As he should people. He has a dedicated person to take the picture, so people aren't fumbling with their phones or yeah. whatever. But um, I noticed throughout his show, he uh, he turned something he said into a podcast I listened to yeah. into a comedy bit, and wow. uh, and I. I'm like, okay, I only have a couple seconds to talk to him. We take a picture. He's again, like you said, yeah. firm handshake. Firm handshake. And I, I, it, I got will fuck me up it, in a fight. And dude. it was, it was weird because it's like, I know he doesn't know me, but yeah. like from like listening to all the podcasts, you feel like you he's know. your buddy. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of like had a tone like how to talk to him, and I, yeah. I just basically, long story short. I told him, like, oh, I thought it was really cool how, like, you said that one thing in the one podcast, and then you turned it into a bit, and uh, that one podcast, you happened to have a, a bunch of his buddies on, yeah. and he was like, you know what, honestly, some of the best, like, the most funniest times you ever have is when you're just hanging out with your friends, and, like, just tuning the shit and he's like i tried to capture that and then he started going off about like what you just said yeah yeah you think of my battle shit like a lot of my best material my best bars is when i'm just talking to people yeah and i'll say some of my best jokes and a lot of people just let that go Mm -hmm. i actually have a note section on my phone like if you actually look i i write ideas down not even like a rhyme just like fucking different ideas and i write it down and i go home at night and I perfect it, and I shape it into an actual scheme. Cool. That's the best way. Yeah, to yeah. Write. You just pulled out your phone. You were scrolling. And there was like yeah, going pages and pages and oh, pages. God. You can't. I cannot sit there and be like, yo, I'm gonna write. You gotta have ideas. So at least when you sit down, you're like, let me work on this. You gotta have something ready. You know, mm. I like to prepare anything in my life. I like to organize first and then get it prepared. Yeah, you know? yeah. And it, it's like when you talk to a writer about shit like that, you can tell like. You have to be like so passionate about it to be excellent like yourself or a Joe. And with Joe, he started like spiraling off in like this big conversation. Yeah. And his security like was behind him. And yeah. Joe couldn't see them. Yeah. But uh they were like kind of move along, move along. And <laughs> Joe's like still talking to me. <laughs> and, and then and uh, in my mind, I'm like, this is the coolest thing ever. Amazing, <laughs> and I'm just like, I thanked him and then uh and then uh we were leaving and we're like, yo, that was pretty cool. Like Joe oh, didn't yeah. want to leave. Like he just wanted to like keep talking. <laughs> and there was like a line of like 2000 people Jeez. just fucking waiting for him. But, yeah. I love that about people, yeah. man. Another guy I fucking really respected was Martin short. I did a movie with him. Oh and, um, yes. Were you yes. there for that one? I was not. And that, but that was in Hamilton, right? That was in Hamilton, right yeah. by Jackson square. Right? Yeah. So yeah. Just in Gore park. Yeah. That was old. Yeah. Like, uh, where Stomping grounds. Ahead, I, right? Yeah, yeah. I I used to go to school in Hamilton too, so I've no been way. like drunk right where you filmed that movie, like waiting for the bus <laughs> yeah, and shit. That's, that's but amazing. but yeah, Avi Rex was in it, King yeah. of the Dot. Yeah, yeah. And that's another guy I respect because yeah. we fucking did that whole thing. Um, we filmed it, and then at the <laughs> end of the night, he got in his limo, and I'm like, all right, the rich guy is in his limo. He's gonna get out of here. And yeah, yeah. As he was leaving, he had his window down. He's like, have a good night. I'm like, hey, Martin, can we take a picture? Uh, like, I'll stand beside you while you're in the limo. Yeah. This guy said, hold the limo, got out. We had a 15-minute talk about all kinds of shit in life, and then he took a picture with me. Uh, Where nice. any other asshole would have been like, yeah, yeah, just yeah. bend down on your knees while I'm in the limo, and I'll smile from here. But this guy's like, even though, you know what I mean, I don't need to do this, I will, because 
you know yeah. I, I am martin short and that's and that, a that's a beautiful thing well yeah. you were like in a cool part of his movie i remember seeing a clip of it the only good part of the <laughs> movie sucked <laughs> martin i'm sorry but yeah. that sucked <laughs> so it was about him going back to his hometown right yeah i martin short goes home and yeah Huge and then Levy he's was in it oh really yeah, yeah that's cool because I, did, I didn't see the whole movie. I just saw your <laughs> part. Did that, I, actually. <laughs> 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 it was on Rogers On Demand. I would just, like, fast forward. Where's me? So what was the situation? Martin Short was walking down the street, and then thugs like yourself and Avi yeah, were playing. He was and like, hey, here's some cool dudes. He's like, what do you guys think of Hamilton? And I was like, Hamilton sucks. And, <laughs> yeah. And we should start a rap battle. And here's the best part. I had a bunch of rhymes that I wrote that they didn't let me put in there because they wanted me to write my own shit and all those were my own rhymes but oh that's cool man. horrible shit in there yeah yeah I, I had rhymes where i was talking about his dead wife oh my god his wife died i talked about like john belushi dying on saturday night live <laughs> they were best friends i, I think I you're, so you're like, treating it like a king of the dot battle like <laughs> yeah. you're like i'm battling martin short oh yeah and like and I'm, martin he's getting bodied took me aside he's like hey hfk like these are great rhymes but you can't say that about, if you say that about like you know his wife he's probably gonna just leave the set you can't mm-hmm. i'm like oh yeah you're right i guess he's not pat stay he can't take yeah, that yeah. kind of thing, right <laughs> <laughs> and fucking at one point uh, i started i was like martin short you're a retarded dork <laughs> do you know who's funnier than you Holy sure. <laughs> and they were like, you can't say retarded. Yeah. <laughs> this is on primetime Canadian broadcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so do you find it like hard to like uh, water your shit down and go PC or? Oh, fuck yeah. That's because you always thing. go for the throat and like that's that's just you. Like throat that's shit. Man, yeah. Yeah. Like... That's the style you adapted and probably what you just become comfy with like yeah, you've built years around just being like yeah i'm gonna say the most offensive thing and also <laughs> tie you into this type of thing exactly see i i've worked many jobs even in the past where it's so like you know corporate mm-hmm. i couldn't last there i did one for five years four years yeah. <laughs> now i work a job i can do whatever i want it's not as corporate even like for battle rap it's the one time where i can go on there and just let out all the faggots and cunts that I've held in for a whole month mm-hmm. and just release it. So if I can't do that there, that's when I would probably quit battle rapping. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'll do a one-two maybe if they brought me on a show mm-hmm. a while and out. But, like, places like this, King of the Dot, I love being myself. Yeah, man. yeah. I love that. That's got to be, like, such a therapeutic thing, too, when you think about it. Yeah. There's so many places. Actually, this is something I said. Uh, somebody recently interviewed me about this podcast. Yeah. And uh, they said, what's the best thing about doing this podcast? And my answer was, there's so many places you go where you have to put a filter on yourself, whether it's your job, yeah. you're around your grandma's dinner table. But in here, yeah. it feels like I can be myself. Yeah. And the more I be myself has brought me bigger opportunities and just an unfiltered version of myself. And that's battle rap. That's like, that's battle rap. You just go out there and there's, there's no line. No. And it's, that's kind of like the beautiful thing about it. And also like, uh, probably somebody watching who's not into it or doesn't know anything about it. They could be like, this is the most, awful thing i ever seen but there's also like if you're at the event yeah 
you can tell like okay this guy knows this guy is gonna say anything and everything about me yeah i'm gonna say everything and anything about him and that kind of just brings peace to it you know it's like oh yeah like it's there's like a fist there's fight. so much discrimination there is no discrimination like anything goes and that's yeah. just like uh the code there for sure yeah like and a fist fight if me and you have a fist fight we're gonna be friends after. We're like yeah. same with battle rap. If I say everything I need to say to you, you do the same back. There's really nothing left to say, and you just a lot of battle rappers. I don't even have any issues with anyone I battled because we already did what we needed to do in front of the crowd. So it's uh, like yeah. you said, therapeutic, man. That's what it is. I started battle like I, rapping is the reason why I'm probably not in prison today. Like I remember back in my my school, I went to all French school, so I speak French, believe it or oh, not. Oh, I do not. You don't look like you speak French. <laughs> not at so all. you can surprise the fuck out of somebody oh, or some sure. French guy on the street. I've people, I'm like, you talking shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're in Montreal, they're like, oh, this Persian guy. Blue, 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 blue. Yeah, and you're like, I know exactly what you said, you fuck. You <laughs> like, fucking fucker. So <laughs> I was uh, all French high school and they wouldn't suspend you there when he did something bad. They would internally suspend you. What's so they, it? Oh, yeah. They oh, put so you you're in a room, you're, like yeah, this yeah, yeah. For nine to three, where you would get one or two breaks, and mm-hmm. that would drive you nuts because I could imagine how like people in your schools and everything enjoy suspensions because you probably yeah, just it's, sit at home. It's and, vacation. I actually yeah. I had an in school suspension as well. Oh yeah, okay. But but my school did Tough. do. They did both. They did both. Yeah. You know what? Sometimes if what you did was horrible. Yeah, and they had to give you like a thirty day suspension. They wouldn't keep you in a room. Yeah, they're just like but get the I fuck had out of here. Three weeks one time oh. in the fucking room, and it was like it's almost like prison, right? I'm not gonna lie because you get a little taste of prison in there. Yeah, and yeah. So I was in there, you know, every day, and it came to the point where I'm like, yo, I, I want to fucking just go out there and, and murder this principal, right? <laughs> and I had a paper there and fucking a pen, and I used to listen to a lot of shit like Nas, Jay Z, Eminem, you name it. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yo, let me start writing. Start writing a bunch of shit. My first day, I wrote like maybe a whole page of rhymes. And end of the day, I'm like, hey guys, look what I wrote. And I started rapping it to them. And they're like, this is the fucking greatest thing I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. That just motivated me to just write. And like when you say therapeutic, if it wasn't for rap, I would have probably been in jail today because it came to the point of me writing what I wanted to do, whether it's to kill someone or do this and that, writing about it made you not want to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's amazing to me, man. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a beautiful thing, too. It is. Yeah. It is. Awesome, man. Yeah. Wow. Why are you pulling out your dick? <laughs> <laughs> I think we should end this episode on that one. I need to get in that ass. What? Um. Anywho, any, anything you want to say uh, to the people before we, Honestly, we fuck off and get some more drinks? Sean and some, is the fucking food? man. A lot of talent with this guy. He knows how to do anything. And every time I work with him, it's been a pleasure. Listen to this show. My name is HFK. You could add me on Twitter, that guy, HFK. I don't use it, so don't add me on Twitter. HFK all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Instagram, I use that. Battle Far Buddha Rabbi. You could add me on uh, Facebook. Far Buddha Rabbi rhymes with bar food is crappy, so remember that. And uh, Snapchat, HFK all day. I usually get a head on there once a night. It's pretty funny. I'm not even joking. You should add me. Yeah, I, I don't have a Snapchat, but we'll I might get one. We'll make you just, add that to yeah, yeah. Snapchat, man. And, yeah. uh, 
I love this place, man. You're doing a fucking great job, and I'll come back here any fucking time, bro. And uh, yes, yeah, open invite, man. For sure. Okay, sit on my face and let's send this. All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, man. Cheers. Love you too, brother. Ah, uh, yeah. Thanks again for HFK for stopping by. That was a fun night. And for the usual listeners who aren't really into the battle rap scene and uh, maybe you're interested in checking it out, there's a couple big events coming up. KOTD has their yearly event, Blackout. It's Blackout 7. It's kind of like the WrestleMania of uh, battle rap. It goes on for two days, and you'll see some of the best in the world fly from all over, from L.A., the U.K., New York... All under the same roof, verbally destroying each other for sport. And yes, that is April 14th and 15th. And that is held at the Capital Event Theater on Young Street in Toronto, Ontario. And also, at the end of April, GZ Battles is having an event. GZ Battles, they are affiliated under the same umbrella as King of the Dot. But the shows are... uh more tighter and more intimate it's um more grittier so if that's kind of your thing um if you'd be interested in that it's kind of a party atmosphere it's, it's a fucking good time i'm gonna be there it's called the wave and it's gonna be april 29th at studio bar on dundas street west and again if you listen to the show from the beginning and you were feeling the battle rap content you uh found hfk hilarious there's so many amazing characters in that universe who i got ties to and could probably get in on the show there's so many driven talent and yeah i can i can keep the battle content going if you like but uh yeah coming up in the next couple weeks uh we're gonna see what happens uh I will be back next week, but uh, I've been in talks with uh, some pro wrestlers and people who work in the comic book industry. So I'm going to keep it uh, fresh for you guys, like always. And like I said, we are now on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. So feel free to check it out that way if it's more convenient for you instead of uh, digging online for a stream of this. And again, thank you so much for listening and supporting this show. We are going to end this off with a track from Adam Bomb, and this song is called Wait Until I'm There. Girth Radio. They asked what I wanted, the cash I responded, and the world on a platter for my massive conglomerate. If not, put the earth on path with a comet, and pray every day is the last one I'm on it, cause I promise we're gonna see a return on our gamble. Even if it leaves me in the urn on a mantle, I will work, I will scramble. I'll find a third end I can burn on this candle to ensure my family need a dollar for their dreams, just wallets full of green. Red and brown, getting round in polished limousines. I put on more stars than Kamala's ever seen. I ain't all up on the screen, I'd rather be the Palmer than Pacino, I don't want the power if it mean more women, I had too much of those from the beginning, furthermore I prefer to form my own opinion, I don't listen to the charts, I listen to my heart and never give in, why should I fit in, I've been a special head since special ed, when an after school special said money ain't everything, it won't bring you happiness, yet everything it does bring I'm pretty happy with, so ask me if I care about whoever's on the air, with so and so where or the latest love affair, I got Family members dying, friends relying on a prayer I swear if I had it I would share Just wait until I'm there
Hey yo, moms try, pops try, neither got through to me So, save the speeches for the eulogy I grew to be a lost cause Lost jobs, lost opportunities So, I speak pain pretty fluently But who are we to expect anything anymore anyway When anyone, anywhere can lose it all any day Money talks, but how much can a penny save? Being friendly pays nothing, saving touching 20k in the red For the bread, I'll heat up the toast Make the richest pigs eat up the most I know the ropes, I've been training so long I could beat up a ghost Been broke since it was three bucks for smokes Fuck the jokes, fuck the favors in the handouts Patience more than ran out I'd Rather fade to black now than wait for shit to pan out Headshots will make them cut away without a cam out I'm ready for my close-ups The outstanding ain't afraid to stand out When I am out, keep my name alive Remind the city how we built it like it's 85 The brakes aside, all in all it's been a crazy ride But maybe my drive left the second that the hating died I tried, I mean that with sincerity Somewhere between this mess I need a moment of clarity Lord, I'm prepared to see the souls that took care of me Just wait by the gates, I'll be there momentarily Thank you.